Donna Crawford. Happy New Year, everybody. We made it through the holidays. Christmas, Thanksgiving. Now it's 2024. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year starting off. I'm going to be talking to you today about being a black woman in America and when I started my podcast I promised to bring you subjects that are interesting and not always safe for us and what I mean by that is I try to talk about things that a lot of us want to talk about we've thought of we discuss in our private homes with our family and friends, but we don't want to really, you know, discuss it outside of the house or bring it to the, you know, forefront for controversial reasons. And I understand that. But because I have this this opportunity to talk to you all here, and I'm, this is a positive podcast, I'm trying to shed light on things and, and address situations that people want to address but they're afraid and they also don't think that anyone else you know is going through it but them or understands it's like saying you know walking out in my shoes you know until you do so I'm going to be discussing that what it's like to be a black person, black woman in America. Um, I say America because that's where I live. <laughs> um, I'm not going to discuss racism because this, what I'm going to discuss is the fact that black people, myself included, of course, we have, we experience um, racism, prejudice, from not only white America and other and foreigners also that's uh, from other countries and foreigners uh, just other nationalities in our country also and last but not least we also experience racism prejudice racism within the black race itself, the black community, the black race. We separate one another. Uh, we judge one another based on the, the, the tone of our skin, the color, the tone, the skin color of our our skin, the dark, the medium, and the light. So this is not, you know, it's going to maybe open up some eyes you know, to some of the issues that we have outside of just re regular, you know, uh, different nationalities and colors. Okay, 
a lot of people may not even be aware that in the black communities a lot of times you know and and as you can see it all around you know on television and a lot of times you know you're you're picked for a job you know because of your light complexion you know and, and men and women of course and then in the black community sometimes we favor certain some of the, the people that have the lighter skin and the lighter color eyes and hair so forth so, on. so that is something that maybe a whole lot of you are not aware of of course if you're not a black person you wouldn't be aware of that you know and I, I imagine most black people, we are aware of that. We discuss it. We, we, we live it. We know it. So even though it's going to be like a, it's a sensitive subject, it's, it's necessary, you know, because when you don't, when you, you know, you stick your head in the sand or you just um, ignore or, you know, you're in denial, you know, or you just does, do not want to address this situation. It never gets better. It doesn't go away. So, however, once you do, you know, sometimes it takes a while, you know. You have to chip away at it and take the bite the elephant one little piece at a time. You know, you work it until you, it gets better, you know. Any difference that you can make in a situation, you know, positive is, is, is welcomed. You know, no, there's no certain amount of like how small or how big, what kind of progress, any progress that you can make in a situation that you're in, you know, that you're trying to change for the better is good progress. And, and things take time, you know. And, and I'm, you know, the sad thing is, well, I'm going to call Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he says this, one day, you know, we'll be, hopefully, we'll be judged by not our skin color, but by the contents of our character. Okay? Now, I don't know if all of you have heard that quotation. I'm going to repeat it. Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. had a quotation. He said, hopefully one day, Black people will be judged not by the content of their skin, but by, not by the color, I'm sorry, of their skin, but by the contents of their character. And that is the way it should be. No one should be judged necessarily, but I'm saying, if you're going to, you know, uh, try and, uh, you know, and see what a person's character is like, you know, before you make an assumption. Don't make assumptions, you know, without getting to know the person or giving them a chance, you know. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, you know, I do that. I don't, I don't dislike anyone. I'm not prejudiced or against anyone. I have, you know, had white friends over the years. I have a very close one now. You know, and then there are times when I I laugh and I joke with my family, you know, I'm close friends about how there are some black people that I just, just cannot 
you know, just get used to being around. You know, they're, they're, but it's the personality, it's not the color. And then they're just, you know, just not nice people, you know. And it, it has nothing to do with the color of their skin, you know. And there are times when I feel like we're judged because of, in general, you know, people stereotype us because of what they see on t- the media and on television and sometimes out just out and about in their in the cities as they go about you know their day in the communities and I want to tell you another thing you know there are times when I I witness you know black people uh, out in the world in the city you know uh, carrying on you know in such a manner and it makes me it, it upsets me you know because I feel like, of course, this is the reason that we're judged like so harshly because of what some people witness and see. Some of us do when we're out and about. And that's a general thing. It's not all of us, like nothing applies to anyone, everyone. There's no one thing that applies to everyone, every national, you know. Like, you know, all other nationalities and colors are not mean and nasty toward us and dislike us, you know. So, but there are times when, you know, I see us carrying on out, you know, being rude, irate, or just, you know, doing things uh, they should not be doing. A lot of times we always see them on the you know, breaking the law. We see them on the news a lot of times when something happens. And I don't know if that's, you know, why it's like we know mostly we just, it seems to be a lot of times it's maybe we're the ones, black people, that is, you know, doing a lot of things. But then that could be just what's being reported also. So I just wanted to address that. And I want to, um, now we are all aware of, you know, black people and white people, the history that we've had, okay. And that's why the two of us, two cuddlers, nationalists, have friction in general because of the history of slavery, okay. But then when, as I've gotten older, I've, I've realized, I've had experiences, um, I've been discriminated against, you know, um, by other nationalities as a color, you know, groups of people, like Hispanic or just Mexican, just different nationalities and colors, and I'm thinking they are basically, you know, basing their judgment on what they hear, what they see a certain amount of us do, you know. A lot of times when some, you know, it's like we clump everyone together, we group them together, and something happens, says, you see that, how they are, you know, they can be, uh, and we're talking they, but that's never, to be, mission. I meant to be, you know, putting a blanket over everyone because of what you see uh, some people doing, you know, nothing applies to everyone, you know, there are good people and bad people in every color, race, nationality, of course, okay, so... Now, we all know about that, and I've just dressed the different nationalities, 
And then now I'm going to sit there. You know, for some reason, we've had a lot of um, problems within our own community race with, you know, um, us being not very supportive of one another. You know, not very supportive. Um, I remember there's another coach, Malcolm X, the late Malcolm X, Minister Malcolm. He made a a statement, you know, he's quoted as saying that it's hard to help a, a, a group of people, national, nation of people, that don't want to help each other. That has been a problem for a long time, everyone. And it's serious. We, we don't stay together like we should. And it's not just in small, it's a big, it's been a big problem. You know, yeah, <clears throat> we really want help. You know, we, you know, we want over the years and decades, we want help from the, the white community, you know, to help us to, to progress in our, as we go along. But for some reason, we'll, you know, we can, you know, start helping ourselves. We could help ourselves along the way. But it's been a problem, a struggle with that over the years, you know. And it actually had gotten to a point where it seemed as though we didn't want to see a lot of us, you know, our brothers and sisters do better, do well, even, you know. So that has been a problem, you know. And I want to address that. And I'm, I know some of us who are listening understand what I'm saying. You know, and now, but then I just wanted to bring that away, you know, bring that awareness out that we, we, we just start helping one another more. One another more, period. You know, before we ever go outside of ourselves, our community, and ask for help, we should do what we can for ourselves, you know. And I think that's another reason some of the, you know, the white community, white people, different nationalities, maybe don't quite respect us like they should because they, they see this, that we don't, we don't really stick together. We don't help one another, you know. And so, in that case, I, I imagine some people, you know, they look down on us and you lose a lot of respect. For that reason, again, that's not everyone, of course, but it's it's too many of us. It's been, oh, you know, are are not doing that. So I just want to say that none of us made ourselves. We did, you know, and no one. Uh, I, you know, I just can't. Um, you know, I don't blame everyone for what a certain group of people did, you know, years ago. However, now that we know better, all of us, everyone, we should do better, you know. There have been times when I, yeah, I have, I've experienced racism, of course. There have been times when I was in a, a public setting, a business, a restaurant, whatever, and there was a little child, a white child, 
or sometimes other nationalities. And they would look at me when I'd walk by. They would look at me like maybe I was, they, you know, was from Mars, <laughs> Jupiter, maybe an alien or something like that. And they just, you know, and I understood what that meant. But what bothered me is why they were doing it. They were little children, right? They don't know me, right? They're judging me. And they're judging me because it's coming from the adults. You know, we, we teach our children from a young age, you know, how to treat people, you know, how to, who, who, who to be afraid of, or who to trust, and who's good and who's bad, you know. And the sad thing about that is, I said, well, you know, unfortunately that's another generation that's coming up, you know, with this idea already, you know, prejudging me and other black people as culprits because of what they're taught, not learned, because they don't know, they're young, children don't know such things, you have to teach them. You know, they don't, they don't grow, they're not born hating or disliking anyone or anything. They have to be taught that. And that's the sad thing about it, you know. You can't blame the child for that. They, they only know what they are taught, you know. And so, I said that's sad because, you know, you miss out when you, you know, judge someone um, before you even know them. You potentially miss out having a very good friend in your life, you know. So, I hope someone, you know, got something out of this episode. Maybe learned something they didn't know. Maybe, I, you know, shine some light on something. A situation that was going on at the time. And you understand it better now. And, and nothing else. I just open up that door or dialogue among soups listening. If you know, if this you know, maybe something you can you can talk to when you get home among your family and friends, you know. And then you can ask yourself if you're a person of color, black, African American, if you are as supportive as you could be with your African American friends, family members. Okay. And for the of other nationalities, white, Caucasian, different nationalities, people, foreigners, you can ask yourself, um, are you guilty of maybe kind of judging us, black people, by what you've seen or heard and not really gotten to know us? We recognize there's some really nice people in, in, my, in my community, of course, you know. So don't, um, you know, don't, you can, you know, you really benefit by just putting down your, you know, your, your judgment and just maybe giving us, giving someone a chance, get to know us, someone, you know, of color, you know. So that's my episode for everyone. Have a nice day. Try to stay warm. It's so extremely cold now um, where I'm at. I'm in California, of course. It's cold and wet here. We started off the new year cold and wet, very cold. So try to bundle up, stay warm, and stay healthy. Try not to get sick. This is, you know, flu season, and I don't know if COVID's they say lurking around. 
and periodically different places. Be still be careful with that, okay? Go out and have a great day. I'll stay in and have a nice day. Warm hot chocolate or a nice movie, okay? And I want to say, be good to yourself. Be good to someone else. And, of course, Jesus loves you. And if you don't know that, you don't know him, he's waiting, he's right there waiting for you to seek him out. Okay, everybody. Peace.